0: You're listening to the bookkeepers podcast sponsored by GoProposal by Sage. I've been a student of value pricing for many years now. Understanding pricing has helped me to transform our firm's results and build a firm that can run without me. A key tool we use for pricing in our firm is GoProposal. It allows us to build the price in person with the prospect and send out a proposal and engagement letter immediately, which has saved us hours from how we used to do it before. Not only that, but being able to create a standardised pricing system within the software means everyone on my team can use it freeing me up from being the bottleneck if you're not using it already i highly recommend you check it out just head to goproposal.com forward slash sign up for your free trial. Now over to the
1: latest episode of the Bookkeepers Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Bookkeepers Podcast. I'm Zoe Whitman. I'm here with Joe Wood. Hey Joe, how are you doing? Hi, Zoe. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. You?
0: Oh alright, you're losing your voice, aren't you? It's 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 coming back. It's coming back. It is <sighs> in and out. I think everybody, every household has got coughs and colds and sickness going on at the moment haven't they in the run-up to Christmas
1: oh we've definitely all had it and I think everybody that we speak to this week said oh there's something going around for them so if you're watching it if you're watching this thanks for watching this live because we also know that lots of you have we're getting all the out of office messages today and we know that everyone is taking a break already um but you're here you're committed you're watching the bookkeepers
0: podcast and it's the last one before Christmas obviously so it is it is yeah i know i can't it's isn't it so lovely to i think it's it's very nice seeing all these out of offices because it means that people are going to actually take a break so and um, and it seems and so if you're here please let us know you're here uh, in the comments let us know but um are you gonna have a break zoe are you gonna have a break over christmas i am i do you know
1: what i think my kids are so young i can't not have a break i'm really excited because they are they are so excited you wouldn't believe um we've had all of the like nursery concerts the carol thing the school fair all of that and um my my daughter's had a bug this week so she's actually just gone into school today for her like Christmas dinner so mine is still at school until like the end of this week which is is really pushing it but it means we've got a really long break in January and I think the thing is when you're at home with the little ones you can't Get a lot done like we know what that's like so i'm gonna take a break and it's gonna be great there's definitely stuff like i want to be in touch with the business but i want to take a break as well how about you
0: absolutely absolutely i am definitely feeling that my inbox is getting quieter i'm just chipping away at a few things i think the last thing i have on is i'm doing a session with um ashley Leeds. um For LinkedIn midday and it's going to be just a fun session on Friday and then I am done and I'm starting to look at my Zoom when I log into Zoom I'm like oh my next meeting is next year which is nice and very exciting too so I'm looking forward to having some downtime I think we all need it and that time to just sit and reflect a couple of the conversations we've been having today Zoe just kind of has been what have we done this year what have we achieved this year and I think I think sometimes we move uh, with the new year too quickly into what's the plan what's the goal and I think we really need to do that I think it's also very important to reflect and think what what have we achieved this year did, what do we set out to do at the beginning of 2022 and actually what's happened because for us it's been a complete whirlwind isn't it I think so and if you even if you just rewind, we've been doing,
1: Joe and I have been such grown up business owners today. Like we've been looking at our KPIs. And I think even if you rewind and you look at, I'm one, I am wonder if I can bring anything up, like right while I'm thinking about it now, like where were we when we were at the end of last year? Um, just thinking about, I don't know, the, the Facebook community, for example, Six Figure Bookkeepers Club. Um, at the beginning of January, 2022, so almost a year ago, there were four and a half thousand members of the Facebook group and we're nearly 11,000 members now. And I think that just shows how much this community's grown, how much um, I hope we've like supported this community and coming together. And obviously that's had an impact on what we've done and and how we've done things. And yeah, so much has changed. It's been a really like massive year and we forget to look back and reflect on that because we think it's always been like this because it's just what we're used to. Um, Mm -hmm. But we quite often say to ourselves, um, like we often say to people, you know you you've got so much to share with somebody who's like a step behind you and i think that's the benefit of bringing lots of bookkeepers together into a community where we can all sh- share and support each other we know so much from our journey and we don't give ourselves credit for that because we forget how much we've actually achieved because we
0: don't take the time to look back and realize it uh, and and um, isn't it always the case i mean the amount of things if i sat down and thought about the things that this year i've learned about mtd okay things are changing but how much how much new knowledge i've taken on about that and things that conversations i've had with clients clients that i've taken on that have been in different sectors that i've never dealt with and maybe international vat or i don't know learning new programs that we've had to integrate with to get them into zero and i um how we've now i've trained my whole team on how to use go proposal and how they're now producing proposals for me wow. if you really sit down and think about the change that's happened um I think it's really that like therapeutic and it like lifts you up. And then, do you know, because you hear that, don't you, people kind of overestimate what they can do in a day, but they underestimate what they can do in a year. And I think that's what the importance is of looking back and actually thinking, wow, did I actually set that as a goal? I didn't set that goal, but I look what I've achieved. And realizing that we can actually move mountains in a year um, and, And sometimes just if you sit and think, where was I at this time? Where was I on the 21st of December, 2021? What was going on? I mean, we had Omicron going on. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were back in like a semi-lockdown, weren't we? It was very, very, very different times. Um, And thinking about what has gone on for you, maybe personally with your family. When you think back to your children at the age, like a year ago, what their ages were, were, what maybe they were transitioning and maybe they've started new schools or whatever it is that's happened. Um, a lot has gone on, a lot has gone on. And um, so I'd really like it if like, you just sit down and just do a little a bit like us with the KPIs. Today, we just sat down, like looked at some numbers where things were back at that point. And it might be like, how many clients did you have back then? I mean, we did an exercise in our practice. We are looking at what our big, really big hairy goal would be in three years time. And how would we get there? And The question I asked uh, my sister was, you know, what's the average spend per client? Now, the last time I looked at it, it was £342 a month was the average spend per client. And it's now 450 And I was like, I know that, but across 80 clients, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of, and that's because we've been working on those proposals and the repricing. And I was like, wow, I hadn't checked in with that KPI again. So yeah, I mean, it, and maybe you're sitting here thinking, I don't know any of those numbers, and that's absolutely fine. But what numbers could you capture today so that this time next year you can look back, yeah. um, and that's what we've just really done, isn't it? Like, what are the numbers that we, we're interested in? I think
1: it's the power of what you just said about understanding what that movement has been for you in terms of that fee, the recurring fees, um to to know the difference, but then to be able to unpick that and say, well, okay why has that changed and what can I do more of that's going to help me to get more of that I think you don't Mm. until you sit down and do that analysis you just can't know um, I think our like our approach when we were thinking about KPIs, we got a new team member, we need to be able to measure performance against various things. And we were thinking, okay, what do we need to be measuring? Like, what are the things that are coming up for us? Obviously there's gonna be like numbers around like revenue, like you have in your practice, but what else about like our audience and our community and those kind of things? And then putting those things in place and just thinking, is this actually what we want to measure now? Or do we need to change this in some way? And What can we do once we got that information? So um, yeah, it's really exciting. And it's definitely an exercise exos- like we've been talking about 90 day goal planning and we've done a few different sessions with our members over the last month or the last couple of weeks even just sort of saying like this is how what we can do if you're feeling overwhelmed because this was something that came up and we were talking about on the podcast last week um and this is what you can do in terms of 90 day planning we've done some sessions around that but then what's the next actually maybe the next step is to kind of look back a little bit and then use what you've learned to sort of build so you
0: can take yourself into 2023 so yeah it's fantastic and and I think actually that today we're going to talk about selling through Facebook. So, I mean, you're all on Facebook because you're in a Facebook community or you're on LinkedIn because you watch us through LinkedIn or you're on YouTube, which wherever your place is, that's a number there. How many Facebook friends do you have today? How many LinkedIn connections do you have today? They're the kind of numbers that we started off before I had an email list, before we had a community. You have numbers that you can measure um and I'm gonna uh, say as well
1: just because I've got this in front of me like for anyone who thinks that for some reason it's different for you because you haven't got a I know a head start in some way there are numbers on ours that say zero like all time listen like with the podcast all time listens zero uh youtube subscribers we had one actually written on the, and i think like it's okay to start from nothing so don't ever feel disheartened because the only way you can know if you're making progress is to start somewhere so and it's okay to say well it's nothing at the moment i haven't got any yeah. followers or connections here but then if you measure this in a month's time will have changed and then you can think well how did those people come into my world so it's okay it's exciting
0: yeah this is where numbers this is where we geek out (laughs) (laughs) geeking out um
1: so we wanted to talk to you today about selling through facebook um i mean obviously facebook is our like this is how we started what we do joe has finds a lot of clients using facebook and you might know that at the moment, we're being coached by Meta as well. And um, and so we wanted to share a little bit about what we've learned through going through that program, but also so that you can use that to help you with how you grow your own Facebook audience and what kind of things you can be sharing to help you build your audience and find more clients like we really know this works and joe's had such success in being involved in various facebook communities and it just makes so much sense so and we get lots of questions about this like we go back to basics all the time on facebook so we thought it'd be a really good conversation for a podcast so first question that comes up for us joe all the time is whether you need to have a business page and what you should put on it do you have a business page for your practice
0: I do, but it's kind of good because it's just called Joe Wood, but it is a page rather than a personal profile. So this is the first thing that when you set up on Facebook, you can set up various different kind of ways to interact with people. And a page is set up Initially, because it is a business platform, but also if you are ever going to do any marketing through advertising through Facebook, you need to have a page. You can't advertise through a personal profile. So I think most people, when they join Facebook, they join with a personal profile, and absolutely, that's what it's all about. It's all about communities and individuals and people getting together. So, um, but when you have a business, I think it's really important to have that page um, and. I mean, I, I've i got a page and it's called Joe Wood, but that's just because I've got two businesses. And so I can share on that page anything to do with either of them. Mm. But I would suggest having a business page because you can kind of um, tag yourself, uh, tag your business into things. You can also share things from your personal profile onto that page and, and kind of vice versa. But it really is that kind of, um, you can say also you work at, that business and tag that in in your bio so I do think you should have a business page um, but how to utilize it and there, there's lots of um, I don't think you should interact with everybody through that all the time it's a good to have it there and there's ways of using it but I don't think it should be when I open up my Facebook I am me and I'll go on my personal profile.
1: Yeah. Okay. So when we ran Bookkeeper's Bootcamp a few weeks ago now, one of the big differentiations that we really need to get our head around was the idea of having a business brand and a personal brand, so having your kind of like the business and people getting to know your business, and then you being an individual and people getting to know you as a person. And I think this is where the differentiation is, isn't it? With like your Facebook page, um, Gary V, who uh, you might know if you're in the sort of online marketing space, Gary V talks all the time about fan pages on Facebook and I had to say what I was like what do, what do you mean by a fan page And um, it's a business page but some people call them fan pages because I think like if you were like a, a musician or a celebrity or something you might have a fan page it's kind of the same thing think of it as like a fan page for your business if you want to I love the idea that people might be fans of your business um, but it's kind of like this like home on Facebook for your business to be but if you were um like engaging with people your business doesn't do that you do that so it's like how you use these two and i think this gets people really stuck because when you come back to like what do i post where and when and what do i talk about people are really stuck on how to use those two particular profiles in the right way so um you said joe that you try and interact as yourself if you're so i i see this as well in um In the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, our free Facebook community, people usually join us themselves as an individual through their personal profile, but we do also see people joining as their business, and that's okay if that's what you want to do, but really we love to get to know the people behind the business, like that helps us to get to know you and to support you. Um, If you were joining a Facebook group, which is perhaps the next part of the conversation,
0: are you joining as yourself or are you joining as your business? hundred percent me all the time and and to be honest and you know I'm thinking about this now you know like I say my my fan page is called Joe Wood because I'm trying to build a personal brand more than do you see what I mean so yeah 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 I I didn't call it Joe Wood Virtue I didn't call it Joe Wood Virtue FD I called it Joe Wood because I when I was told to do it it was building that personal brand and I do think it's more important now you can, you know, I could set up a Joe Wood virtual FD um, and you, someone asked the question, yeah, is it, is it linked um, to your personal profile? Is it completely separate? So when I go into Facebook, I can interact as Six Figure Bookkeeper as Joe Wood, the business page, or as Joe Wood, the individual. So they're separate, but they, I'm connected to them all because I have the logins for them all, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I can choose how I'm interacting, but I always choose my personal profile, unless I want to kind of broadcast something that is about the business. So if you had a business page, you could put on there something that maybe you've got a newsletter, or maybe you want to share some information about the business or MTD or VAT or self-assessment, then you could share that on your pay, your business page. Hmm. Um, you could also then go onto your personal profile and share that content from your business page onto your personal profile. So you can share, you know, it's, they're very interactive, but if I want to give any opinions or comment or join a group or anything like that, it's always me as the individual.
1: Um, do you remember when we were running boot camp a few
0: weeks ago, James Burt, who is the guy who does the
1: podcasting, um, he came on and we were talking about like personal brand and he was saying about how if you focus on people getting to know you for you, so building your personal brand, and he has lots of different projects going on, then what it means is you can go out and you can promote whatever it is that's happening in those different places. So Joe, for you, if people get to know you, Joe would. Um, and then you start talking about Joe Wood Virtual FD or you start talking about Six Figure Bookkeeper. They just know you as Joe Wood and they're going to follow along with the different things you do. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that's why it's important for people to get to know you. Um, but then going back to how you make sure your Facebook page works for you on um, on Facebook, it's kind of having that kind of holding place so that if people are like looking you up, like want to find out more about your business or how they can work with you or book a call or see a testimonial or a review or something about what you do, they've got this place that kind of collects all that information and they can kind of
0: see it like a bit like a shop window um, on Facebook. And and that's very important. Okay. So a bit like a shop window, you only see it when you're walking past, you have to be there. And the reach of a business page is not as good as your personal profile. So when I see people that have spent all this time on their personal, uh, their business page, They're not going to get the interactions. They're not going to get the reach because that is there really as that shop front. And it's there to help you engage. But when you're paying through advertising, it's not there for that interaction. And because it knows it's a business and Facebook want individuals to be there building communities and business pages aren't there for that. So the reach on a business page is really shocking. So if you've spent spending loads of time there, it's going to be like pushing water uphill if you're trying to get interaction and then people go but I don't want to share it on my personal page that's for me and that's when people get scared and they feel more protected if they're doing things on a business page but it's going to be a lot lot harder work
1: Mm. that's really interesting and and one of the big things we've learned from conversations with meta is of course their one of their goals is around and one of their values is around community which is the same for us so they're so much about bringing people together bringing people together not bringing businesses together so that's why we've got to remember it goes back to the people behind the profile and what you just said about being afraid to share things through your personal profile i remember we spoke to sarah twig do you know it might have been nearly a year ago now we were talking to sarah about facebook and because i know that she when she started her practice at the beginning of 2022 is that right Mm, when sarah started her practice she very quickly um felt like got to capacity really quickly and it was because she was really focused on her facebook strategy and how she would connect with people and engage with people and she knew who her ideal client was and she started putting content out and having conversations with people and um and also she was very picky about who her clients were in a really mm-hmm. good way as well. So she wasn't, she wasn't just taking any clients. She was taking the clients who were right for her and for her business. Um, but I remember what Sarah said was she actually set up her a separate profile, which she would use. So it wasn't her usual uh, Facebook profile that she'd been using for years and years and years. She started a new Facebook profile so that she could start from fresh and so that she could connect with people who would be leads like potential clients for her business so that she could get, um, so she could just build her Facebook profile, personal profile around that. And I think that was really smart. And if you're feeling like, because there are lots of settings and privacy things you can change. But I think if you're, um, if you want to just kind of start again, then that was a good way for her to be able to do it. Because a lot of people don't want to post as well because they're like, oh, my mum and my cousins don't want to see about that and all that kind of thing. So if you're worrying about that, that can work.
0: Yeah, but I do have, some things to say about that because I feel you know I there's been multiple times like I've been very honest that I've failed in business and done some you know I went into network marketing and sold aloe vera for a year in like 2015 and I had some people go what is it that you do now and um but also I've got yes I've got my family and people that went to school with and all of that and you know what now they're the people I get recommendations from. I had a message in my inbox yesterday from a cousin's friend, you know, oh my your cousin told me that you do this and can you help me out? Like I think our family and friends, if they understand what it is that we do, would love to support us and help us. Now it might not come about straight away and it might not happen in the first year of business. I've been in business for many, many years and and maybe and you know, and if our messaging is wrong or we're not explaining to people what it is that we do, then they can't help us but I get a load of recommendations from people that um, are on my Facebook, people that I don't know that well. I I mean, I am, I use, you know, I'm very strategic with my Facebook. Okay, and I I had to have a conversation with my best friend the other day, okay? Because it was my birthday and she thought she'd do a lovely post about all the times that we've got silly and drunk together and share it on my Facebook. And I'm like, you can't do that. This is my Facebook page, this is my, my business. Um and but I have very strict things i I can um, um it didn't go on my it didn't go on my feed. no one saw it only our friends, so the friends that were on her page saw it, but they're my friends that's fine then my our mutual friends saw it that's fine, and they all thought it's hilarious, but I didn't want everyone to see it um and and so i have ha- I've built it in a way that it shows what I want to show um and it is very much me i don't i very much hide I don't hide much, but it was brutal I was like you're meant to be my best friend if you're my best friend then geez I'm you know who needs enemies um so I think it's uh, and I do accept friends lots of people if I'm mutual friends with people I have loads of people that are in the business world if I see and look at their connections I might not have met them and that's but that's how I'm treating it and I mean my my father-in-law is like Have you seen how many likes you've had on your post? I've been watching it all day. It's ridiculous. Do you know that many people? And it's really funny because it's not, they're using Facebook for what it's initially intended for. But I know that the reach for business it's going to be so much better on my personal page than if I do a business page. So that's how I'm doing it. So it's my, that's part of my strategy and that's why I consistently get leads through the way I get leads is through Facebook messenger. People reach out through Facebook messenger. That's my choice. It's not everyone's choice. If you're going to start from scratch with a new profile, you've got to think of all those years, you know, people have seen me go to college at weekends or pass my, um, past exams like back in my 20s they've seen me have my three children on my face they've they they know me as a person and um and I and I get it that it can be scary when you're new and putting yourself out there especially like I say I've failed people have seen what's she doing now she's not even doing that (laughs) and then she's gone back to it does she even know what she's doing they've seen the ups the downs the good the bad the ugly and that's fine And now things are going really well and they're seeing that as well. Okay. And they're like, oh my God, you've you've done this for so many years. So must I be an expert now? You know, finally. So I think it's a case of, I get it. And it's nerve wracking. I was explaining yesterday to someone, I had some photos done in 2018, personal branding photos. No one knew what personal branding was back then. And um, I hid them for two years. I didn't show anybody because I was nervous back then. And like what Zoe was saying, when our numbers were zero, this is a journey, but we have to start somewhere. Mm. Yeah, I do.
1: And, um, I, I, you mentioned right like your strategic approach to using Facebook and what you take what you're going back to right is your values understanding your values like what am I here for what do I need people to know about what I do and what does that mean in terms of what I'm prepared to put out there to the world around me like I can still be myself mm-hmm. um but how am I going to do that what you've also spoken about is Ashley Leeds talks about this as much as other people in this space like the no like and trust factor. All of those people who are in your network already know, like, and trust you. I mean, there might Mm -hmm. be some people, maybe that like don't like you or whatever, because that's the way the world is. But um, those people are already kind of invested in the Joe Wood story. So if they're looking for somebody, they haven't got a build-up rapport with somebody that they don't know who they've just found from a Google search because you're on their Facebook on their Facebook account and they're seeing stuff from you.
0: So I, I had a lead. Yeah, I had a lead from an ex-boyfriend who we split up just before, two weeks before I met Paul. And he reached out to me and he's a director of an engineering company. And he said, I know you're the person. I need a bookkeeper in my firm. Can you find someone for me? That's the power of keeping all of those, you know, if you don't like someone, of course you can remove them. If you see something, don't get me wrong. If I see something on someone else on my newsfeed and I don't like it, I'm not going to keep people that I don't like in my world. I'm not doing it. I only keep positive and I like the people in there. So we can, we still keep to keep, get the control. I've just got more people following me yeah okay right i know
1: one of the things that's worked really well for you joe is facebook groups for reaching new potential mm. clients um how so one of the questions that comes up a lot is like we say you know go and be part of a community like help people get to know you use that like going join groups where your ideal client is and get known in that community but how do you do that because um can you go into those groups and post um are you going to annoy the moderators who run those groups? What do you do so people
0: can get to know you? So at the beginning, I was um, talking to my clients about the groups that they were in, the clients that I really liked. And then, um, and also by, you know, I've invested in other coaches and things and talking to the people that were in those communities. What groups are you in and being there? And then because You know, there was not many other funny enough bookkeepers investing in themselves to learn business skills. So I was able to join groups with other female entrepreneurs and I'd be the only person in the group that was the bookkeeper. Um, And then when uh, when this um, salon owner came along and she was like, oh, I'm in this community, uh, she just sent me a screenshot you know, look at what I've just said about you in this community. And I was like, oh, wow, I love that. Com- that sounds like a great community. What is it that you learned there? And I said, do you know who owns it? She was like, yeah, yeah, it's this person, that person. So I reached out to them personally and said, you know, is there anything I can do to support you? Um, and, and they were like, oh my goodness. Yeah, we saw that post. That sounds amazing. Come in and, you know, three years down the line, I'm still the finance expert in that community. But then recently I've been added to a couple of others that the admins have invited me Cause they've seen what I'm doing or they've seen my, they've said, I've seen your Facebook page. I can see that you're at beauty events and things. Would you come and support um, our community? So um, it's global, I think isn't it? it's like people yeah. talk and people talk and people talk and it grows. Yeah. And it's, it's not quick. It's not, it's, it takes, it takes effort. So I would never post in anybody's community about anything without their permission. And even now I have never once sold a thing in that community. I'd never once sold a thing in that community. Um, the only time I did was when I paid the 2000 pound to be, have the exhibition stand and I was meant to go there and stand and, and talk. And all I did was book in discovery calls. i I'm not, I'm, I'm saying let's see if we're a right fit for each other, um, but that was, I've been in that group for so long, they knew me and then they were they were already warm leads, already warm leads by the time I'm standing in front of them and then it's about I never I never go in and add them as friends but they add me as friends Mm -hmm. so now I've got loads of beauticians and salon owners in my Facebook on my personal profile they add me I've never add them um it's long it's hard it's not easy it's not a quick fix it is putting out content also I have a public profile as well so that their mutual friends might comment and then they'll see it mm-hmm. so it's take it's take it now i go onto a salon owner and see um if they come you know they want to link with me and i can see i've got like 200 mutual friends with them mm. that's the point that i'm getting to i can't actually um i've got so many people that and i know it sounds really strange in my invite like people that have added me as a friend the list is too long for me to because I get so many requests a day but um, and I remember this actually when I was on that that uh, business uh, course which was about how to build an online business and then I remember the day I got an invite from somebody that I didn't know and I went I've had an invite for someone I didn't know and the lady went yeah just wait It's, it's gonna it's gonna be mad and now if I open it up I just go through and anyone that I've got over a hundred mutual friends with, I look at their profile and then I add them, but no one, but no one. And that's, that's yeah. My husband looked at the other day. He was like, who are those? And I was like, yeah, I know it's mad.
1: <laughs> wow. That's amazing. So then, so in terms of like content that you're sharing, uh, this has become like me interviewing you, Joe, but like I just from a practical point of view, it just makes so much sense, doesn't it? Um, from like when you think about like the kind of content that you're sharing on Facebook, you're not sharing in the Facebook groups, but the groups are helping you to grow your connections because people then want to connect with you because they learn yeah. to trust you. That helps you grow your audience. Um, on your and you're not necessarily posting on your fan page or your business page you're posting on your personal profile what kind of things are you sharing there like you've obviously said what you will
0: not share and what you don't want to in, but what kind of things do you share there I share if I'm going to events I share if um I'm watching a tv program that I really like I share about doing things with the kids um I will there'll be I'll do loads of posts about my family over Christmas because we'll all be getting together and I always you know I'll do that or about um food about like going out with my husband i'm just me like i just share i don't do loads of posts about anything to do with i will share that i'm going to the house of lords with zero to lobby about about small businesses and i'll share that i'm going to accounting web or i'm sure that you know me and zoe have got a book and all of these things but i don't ever say would you like some help with your vat I don't, I don't say, I'll say I'm at the salon um, because I've got loads of salon clients. And, um, and the reason I've got loads of salon clients is because I love being a customer salon. and here I am bringing my girls as well. You know, like I will share who I am constantly like anybody else, but, and I don't ever think of it like, what's the angle now I might do on LinkedIn. I might change it a little bit for LinkedIn um but on Facebook it's just what everyone else would want to see is mm-hmm. no one I don't think I don't think I've ever shared anything about really like do we need bookkeeping services okay
1: so so interesting so um this podcast is about selling through Facebook so you said earlier that you're like the biggest way you sell through Facebook is like people that you already know making introductions to people and then you con- like having conversations over messenger how do what do you do when people get in touch with you do you reach out to people on messenger or do you wait for them to get in touch what
0: happens they reach out to me um it might be as well I get tagged one of the main things is I get tagged if someone else in another group is asking for a bookkeeper I will be tagged so then I can go in and share my calendly link um and but otherwise it's just people I have to check my message requests because they might not be friends um and so, so someone might have reached out and said, You know I'm looking for that so it's it's incoming it's called attraction marketing mm. it's not it's not like the old school direct sales or anything and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. it's just my preferred method, and it's taken years. I did not it you know it's i started this in April nineteen, but I've been in the industry for so much longer, so people know. And that's and that's why I think it's really great having your personal profile because people know what who you are, what you're about, what your values are. So they already know whether they like you. And then when you start sharing that you're, you know, watching this podcast or listening to this podcast while you're out on a dog walk, or um, if you've, you know, um, you're in this community and it's really nice to have some business besties. Things like just being you, people kind of get what it is. And and sharing, like I mean if you've passed an exam that's a that's a triumph why would you not share that you've done that or if you've got your practice license or anything it's part of your journey in this strange thing called life share it
1: Mm, I love that I think that we've all got some triumphs and when you what you said about like posting about your family and what you're doing over Christmas it's coming back to the like well we've spoken about it in lots of different places around like the core kind of content you're sharing you bring it back to your values like Joe's key value is family like that's what everything comes back to that so i think it's like deciding what are the right things for me to be talking about and then when what's the right kind of content for me to be sharing to make that happen final question joe um have you ever used paid ads on facebook to find clients
0: would and would you no no i i've never have um we've built this whole community we've managed to get nearly eleven thousand people in a community without any paid ads. I think the beauty of when we understand, especially like with working with Meta, what it's looking for, as in they want authentic, they want real, they want, you know, some of the funniest, I mean, I love, I love TikTok these days. And some of the funniest things are just like kids saying words wrong or, you know, just people falling over on the ice. I mean, I just can't get enough of it. Um, so just, just these funny real life snapshots that's how people engage with other people they just people want to engage they don't they don't want you to be too polished they don't want you to be too perfect they don't want you to have so much knowledge that it scares them to have a conversation with you Mm. that's that's the reality they're happy no one wants to know the intricacies of VAT and tax they want to know that you know enough that you can do the job um and that you're you know you, you enjoy it I think that's a good thing as well that you've got to show that you're having fun <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm I, I when we you know we see some people that like, like to share their dirty laundry in public and for me that is that is nothing you're ever going to see from me it means that we're very much like that r- around gossip and things like that we just we just don't do that we're not it's not our it's not our bag and and that's absolutely fine I wouldn't ever Put onto Facebook a really controversial post that I'm, that's gonna divide everybody. That's not that's not me. You won't have you won't have that when you have a conversation with me. I'll be honest and tell you my view, but I would never bring it up to cause controversy. And other people do that, and that gets them engagement, and that's absolutely fine if that's what you want. But again, it make me feel icky, and I don't like feeling icky, so I just do what feels right. And you've got to find that you know thing that sweet spot for yourselves
1: amazing oh well thank you everyone so much for watching today um that was really interesting to learn about what you do joe so thank you everyone for being here um we are going to be taking a bit of a break for christmas holidays but we're going to be back come and join us in six figure bookkeepers club there's still be loads happening in there over the holidays and you've got a great supportive community for you there and we will see you in the new year for another episode of the bookkeepers podcast
0: take care bye bye don't forget to join us every week for the bookkeepers podcast For topical bookkeeping chat, why not join our free Facebook community, Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.